hello everyone welcome to the new episode of everyday talkies now before you jump on to listening to this episode wait take a breath smile get your regular dose of life changing entropy here on everyday talkies Hello guys welcome to the new episode of Everyday Talkies we bring you back a new episode of Review Corner it's glad that we are being consistent and we are back with our regular and veteran guest Pushkar uh, I'm your only guest since you can't record without me but okay you know it seems very funny because we tried recording this episode once before and we are repeating the same jokes I mean we uh, <coughs> edit this out okay this is like completely <laughs> original joke that we just thought of right now we are today reviewing Invincible yeah Invincible is an animated series yeah animated series on amazon based on a comic book it's about a, a 17 year old who becomes a superhero dad is also a superhero and the world is also full of superheroes so i don't really know why invincible is special but okay uh, i guess we'll find out now so let's do the whole tradition thing let's get that over with oh yes our amdb logline an adult animated series based on the skybound slash image comic about a teenager whose father is the most powerful superhero on the planet that could be the logline of sky high also i don't have no clue what sky high did you even have a childhood man come on well i did have a childhood just not be as you know delightful as you make it to be, you know, <laughs> to be that's interesting what else can i say bro yeah the, when i uh, started watching this show like uh, the first episode before the title card comes i was like yeah this is pretty standard it's exactly like sky high pretty much like sky high is about this uh, 17 year old like, or this like teenager whose father is like the most famous superhero and uh, he's played by Kurt Russell he pretty much looks like omni man actually uh, so it's about this kid who doesn't have any powers who has to go to this high school for super powered kids and there's like other superheroes and all this and that uh, i thought it was like pretty much like invincible yeah it's it's a good show like it's fine enough but then when the first title card drops and everything that happens afterwards that was that was we'll we'll, we'll get to it but uh, let's start with start with the uh, initial impressions what did you think of the whole thing because you have no background for the show you I, you were just like i told you to i tell you to watch things you watch them and uh, you're like the completely uh, you're completely shelled uh, protected from all the the internet basically yeah yeah 100% about that so i have absolutely no clue on what what that is but i really enjoyed it uh, through and through it was i thought a uh, animated version of the boys so yeah that was great i mean i think this is much darker than the boys in a way especially some of the episodes where like you see some of the violence the lens that they go to and especially in the last episode the places that they go to it's a lot darker than the boys i'd say you know one thing i want to add here is you never really realize how safe animated shows are when i watch this the thing is in animated shows when people get hurt you don't really feel that connection right i don't know you don't relate to it you think it's not real people and they die fine but this show made it so real that at towards the end i was asking them please don't do too much destruction this is like avengers level destruction destroying the entire world for i don't know what no and it's like at some points it's just so deliberate like the moment in the final episode where a certain uh, moving vehicle goes through a certain person and the way it happens it was just like it's traumatizing you said like you basically compared it to the boys but other than that what did you uh, think of the show if i have to just remove that bit that's just a uh, first time thought so you can compare it with boys but 
and you're watching the same platform and all of that but other than that and it's uh, executive produced by the same people who made the boys moving away from the fact that you know it's a, a show where a violence is shown uh, to be very prominent and all of that and they don't hold bars there absolutely but other than that i uh, love the entire uh, story of the show i loved how they're making a different universe and it is very different like i said i compared it with boys but it is very different from boys as well right from boys it was all of human making but this is you know there are interplanetary species there are this and that which is is a whole wider world and you can see there are lots of things to explore here and uh, i like how there are different aspects you have the this devil world you have aliens you have androids you basically uh, this is dialogue right aliens androids and wizards yeah this uh, show basically ticks off all the three and um, yeah i really liked it uh like we have kind of uh, over the last 10 years been trained to enjoy this shared universe kind of a thing or like a universe where um, on the one hand you have something like iron man on and on the other hand you have like doctor strange and those two can exist in the same universe like we've been trained to kind of accept that fact now like if you think about it if this came out like 10 15 years ago nobody would have known what to make of it because on the one hand you you have alien superheroes but then also you have marsh but then also you have person who's the immortal who was uh, apparently who has been um, alive for all of human history apparently and then you also have magic you have demons you have robots uh, just everything you know as much as the marvel universe has trained us it is still very limited because it's live action and because it has to uh, juggle so many things and it it's in movie format right so you can't have like everybody showing up or like you can't have random characters showing up for like 2 seconds and then going away uh because of like contractual things and all these things but with animation and with like a lesser known property like this they've pretty much taken all the characters all the kinds of characters that you can have in a, a comic book universe and then just like uh use them as liberally as they could obviously animation has that uh, benefit na ki you don't have this contractual abilities and basically uh, the only i think thing matters is that the voice remains constant and uh, uh, that's it basically that's how you relate uh, to the characters they got really lucky with with the show because uh, some of the voice cast that they have got it's not like they've gone after celebrities to voice uh, you know famous celebrities to voice their characters it's like these people have a background in voice acting but lately they have also you know uh, become really huge famous actors like jk simmons for example he won an oscar a few years ago then the guy who plays invincible steven yeun he's become really big right now because of okja and now uh, minari which is a fantastic movie which maybe we'll do a review corner for who knows but yeah you have these great actors uh, playing all these parts uh, sandra o oh for like mark's mother and you know then you just have like great cameos all around like mark hamill playing the tailor you have michael don obviously playing battle beast you have seth rogan himself coming for alan the alien so you know you have all these uh, nice cameos as well and uh, i think it just elevates the show even further in an animated show like voice actors have to really do the job of grounding the show and like making us feel the emotions of the characters because uh, this like in itself is a very hyper realistic show right you have like people flying around and people like being exploded and this and that happening all the time so it's easy to get desensitized and i think the voice actors do a very good job of like keeping us from you know getting desensitized and keeping us keeping us emotionally invested in the whole thing on top of that like if we shift our focus from our voice actors to the actual series let's not go by the characters because there are so many characters it will take us an entire night just to cover exactly. even even they don't get to all the characters like i think one of the episodes they're starting there's a mummy that shows up never mentioned again like i don't know what happened with it and you also have like the martian invasion of whatever those brain things are 
and you know that briefly comes up but then you don't really see it but uh, it's it's setting up a base right this is just a first season of what eight episodes only and uh, i like how many things are open ended even the uh, finale right okay the finale episode released on 30th april and the episode might release this is coming out two months later everybody's watched <laughs> let's like spoiler warning ki zarurat nahi hai so uh, it was the end right when his father just leaves earth and goes to the home hopefully goes to the home planet um it was very uh, anticlimactic i thought i thought i thought you know there would be death of one character or the another or there would be a big something right but it all ended very calmly towards the end and then they showed the villainous things and how uh, mark will rise up to the occasion and be the guardian of earth and all of that that's fine that's i, I, I understand all of that but it was very anticlimactic so i liked that uh, for one reason is that they have kept it so wide open that you're waiting for the next one you just can't of the next season and just see how it evolves from there yeah it's going to be interesting how because uh, just like omni man one ultramite was so hard to defeat what happens when you have a whole army of them you know so it's like this thing you're that you're dreading for season 2 but you also can't wait to watch like what they will do with it should be interesting like in the entire last episode i was just hoping that mark will get the special ability from somewhere because he was just getting beaten up left right and center he could not do anything to omni man i was like from somewhere that rage will come yeah there was this brief scene where his love towards his mother overwhelmed him and all of that but i thought you know that force will gust him and he'll at least do some damage to omni man but no way man now omni man is like way too overpowered i mean i think the show has pretty much trained us to believe that when uh, you know mark can say that he's invincible but he's uh, really not because every two episodes he gets the shit beat out of him but you know it's it's good because you know you realize that he's learning he's still not he's not like a god level powerful person and he still has a bit of humanity in him it kind of uh, roots him in this whole idea of like uh, the reason why we love captain america like captain america is getting beat all the time but that's what makes him like that's why he can value um, the the importance of kindness and compassion and all that so i think it also like uh, endears us to mark in a way him constantly getting the should beat out of him no but one thing i want to add like just to give a kudos to the character sorry the writers and everyone here is just like captain america as you mentioned right but captain america is still a superhuman with a serum right so obviously you can easily develop characters who are stronger than him and you can show the tenacity of captain america but with a character uh, like a ultramite son who is way too overpowerful called calls himself invincible you know if the characters made him so grounded in not reality obviously reality would not make sense but yeah so grounded because i've seen shows developed by you know even the dc wars or you know our marvel universe in these tv shows where they overpower the characters so much in the very first season that it becomes difficult to write villains and then you have this weird hacks where they lose power and all of that crap but the way they have written this it's so beautiful that they have shown him that he is just for the namesake invincible and gets beaten his shit out of everywhere and he's still in his learning phases and so there's long way to go and you know he's living up to it every day so yeah, yeah i really like it jumping to uh, some of the favorite scenes so pushkar go ahead uh, what were some of your most favorite scenes in the entire series i know it's eight episodes so you have to recall a lot of things but yeah go ahead take your time first of all i want to talk about um, the soundtrack that they've curated oh. for this show it is absolutely like amazing i've been listening to these songs over and over so my first favorite scene is obviously when he first becomes invincible with the suit and everything and you have the, the soundtrack playing uh, broken boy by cage the elephant and he's um, you know flying through the city i think that is one of the one of the best scenes of the show then um first episode the ending like what a scene dude like like the music cuts out the score cuts out and you just have omni man 
killing all the guardians of the globe oh, yes. and just the brutality of that scene like and they they don't really hold back because it's animation because something this or that it just like goes full all out like because uh, some of the characters in that like darkwing and whatever some of the some of the characters they're just humans right so when omni man like you know uh, pulls them by the leg and just like smashes them on the floor they just like you just have a splatter of a human you know across the floor and it's just like yeah that's when the show hooks you you know so like whenever i um, recommended invincible to people i'm just like watch the first episode all the way through and if you're not not hooked by then then nothing will hook you about this show so that is i think probably the best scene of the show and then uh, the last episode i think the whole omni man basically educating mark about being a ultramite just like you know throwing him around chicago and you know mark being helpless to save everyone and you have these deliberate moments where he has like the chance to save everyone like the woman who's falling and he, uh, he's holding her hand and then the building crashes and then just like her hand and nothing else it's just like those moments are uh, i think really impactful and um yeah i think uh, <laughs> one of my favorites was when he meets up with alan and they just have a talk on the moon which is just like <laughs> yeah this that is the that is the kind of ridiculous shit that i like so there are lots of scenes to talk about here and there are eight episodes so which one was your favorite and which one was your worst uh i mean my favorite was obviously episode 1 the ending okay. because that's what yeah. really uh, that's what like i was like that's when i was like okay this is a great show and the worst one was i think somewhere around episode 6 when they go to that university and the whole that just seemed like a filler episode and i mean it comes back in a way but mostly it just seemed like a filler episode to me like okay like we've seen this in episode 5 like him having problems with amber uh, you know not being a good boyfriend and this and that and it just like carries over to episode 6 when it doesn't really need to so i guess that was like the weakest point of the show for me but then again in episode 7 it picks up in a huge way uh, so you know it's it's all good for me what about you i think uh, from the episode wise i think our uh, wavelengths have matched there but for episode 6 something i did not really feel uh, that whole relationship thing very off putting i think it was just going on the side i know uh, the episode okay they want to drag it out but i was really disgusted by the fact that how the uh, villain was uh, making these cyborg human beings it was so brutal and it i got disgusted even that uh, cecil right he was also cecil. yeah cecil was also just falling onto that path like i could uh, see uh, i could see an image of nick fury there where he knows something bad exists and he's using that to defeat a bigger villain no but i think in cecil's case he tried at least because he says that uh, they're dead soldiers trying serving their country one last time right so i think what cecil was doing was taking like dead american soldiers bodies and then reviving them uh, i'm not sure i'm not that... sure about that though. i mean yeah obviously you can't <laughs> No, but I don't know. I want to give Cecil the benefit of the doubt because when we get to favorite characters, I think Cecil is probably my uh, most favorite character apart oh, from cool. Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I liked uh, Eve a lot. Oh, I I really liked. It. See, the thing is, I want to say that everybody, every character in this show is pretty much amazing. I mean, even the smallest, like Black Samson, for example, and mm-hmm. which is funny because now because of Flack Falcon, I just like I'm like, why does it, why is it he just called Samson? Like, why is he yeah. Black Samson? No, but anyway, like Black Samson, for example, he has he doesn't have much. of a role but he's really good with in the small amount of time that they give him uh, i think especially episode 5 he really shines you know he goes to uh, defend mark and fight against battle beast alone and he's like the catalyst that brings the you know all the new guardians together to fight as a team that i think and he really gives fun. very much vibe of captain america right like initially when he had no parts and he but he brings ah. the people together he leads the team 
exactly yeah yeah i really liked him then uh, eve was obviously great because she's like uh, you know she's like that uh, one friend who is just like uh, completely over the whole political debate like she's like not left not right because she's just like all of this is just false you know this is just all for show and nobody's actually focusing on the real issues and eve is like I- i'm going to focus on the real issues so yeah she was really great and you know one thing about her is that she actually followed through with it because you see this dialogue being thrown around in superhero movies quite a lot but nobody really does it by some situational or writers demand they come back into the fold but eve was not the writers beat uh, i think kudos to them again that they made a separate distinction that she, once she left it she left it for good and she was actually focusing on the important yeah. things through and through even till the you know last episode you could say yeah right exactly after like the second episode she doesn't really do the whole superhero fighting thing at all like she's just actually helping people we don't really ever see her fighting anybody again so yeah it's great i think doc seismic was one of my like uh, low key favorite uh, <laughs> characters because he's just such an interestingly weird villain and i'm glad that he's alive now he has an army of lava people i guess i don't know but whatever it is it's fun i like it i want to see him return uh, what about you who were some of your favorites like eve obviously but then other than that i'm not sure if this is my favorite but i really like the character of robot in general oh right yeah uh, you would obviously like it because because you know who robot is voiced by who uh, zachary quinto who played uh, spock in the oh damn <laughs> my subconscious mind hinting me but why did i find the character interesting <laughs> no i don't know about the favorite character but i really like that initially i could not pinpoint like does he fall under the which bracket you know good bad gray i cannot categorize him i think even till the last episode i think probably at yeah, the last episode once he became that little boy you know you could categorize him into the good category but before then like i was really I mean, unsure slightly weird category because the, that whole aspect of like monster girl and uh, robot turning into a teen them turning into like children slash teenagers <laughs> the whole thing is kind of weird but anyway yeah i know but it's a it's a show which has i think really crossed all bounds <laughs> but i think makes sense you know a 30 year old living in a teenage body i understand how it is wrong in all levels and i might just get banned but for the the show demands it the show demands it like can't really help it out yeah i think rex was really fun like i mean he's not my favorite favorite but no 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 just like I, some, I don't some know. of his, he just annoyed me a lot no some of his lines are really like funny i mean when he finds out that robot has like kind of cloned him uh into a, like a teenage version of him just rex's reaction to the whole thing you know just like uh, him being like how do you look like me why the fuck do you look like me? just like that whole thing i i found it really funny but i know one character like that is needed in the show in order to you know calm down the entire atmosphere so yeah i get why he is there it's there in every other show i'm thinking i'm also trying to form an opinion about omniman um obviously what he did was wrong he is a villain but as a character perspective you know yeah this is like a father son show right basically it's about uh, it's the whole guardians of the galaxy 2 thing where you have um, you know a normal human guy with a father who's like a god level alien and uh, the whole thing is basically the father is gaslighting his son into joining him it's pretty similar to you know what kurt russell did in guardians of the galaxy 2 but yeah it, it is like a father son story and it's about i don't really I, i see if you talk about like parallels or themes i haven't really gotten around to figuring out what exactly it is that they're getting at like i mean i mean the obvious one is that um, humanity is something that will uh, melt even like the 
worst of hearts or something like that i don't know um it's uh, omni man i think he could have been a little more i think i feel like he could have had a little bit more uh, depth to him because he seemed uh, uh, very one tone like i was expecting a little something more to come out of him because yeah you find out that he's uh, not what he seems to be and um you basically find out that that you know viltrumites are not actually good people they're trying to conquer uh, all the planets and this and that and by that thing like you know, omni man just seems like a brainwashed soldier you know which is it's not very interesting i i like the fact that he changes his mind which i did not think was was something that he would do and the way they do it with the flashback oh, and yes. everything yeah i liked that entire fight sequence towards the end right when they crash onto the planet uh, sorry in the mountain and they're fighting right he's beating his son to the death and then he remembers the scene he stops he again gets frustrated he again beats him he again stops and then he just you know whooshes off i think in the entire eight episodes i think that was the best scene from omni man i would say you know the entire internal yeah story. yeah definitely definitely because so much of the time a time either you're trying to figure out omni man or you're just like why is he like you know or you're just like hating him because he's being such an uh, so i think it's it's great to have like that moment of humanity with him because we don't really see even like his relationship why he chose to uh, you know marry mark's mother and why what their relationship was before mark or how they fell in love and this and that so you know it's it's nice to see that one moment of humanity one moment of relatability from him i like how they did it so you know it did not feel out of nowhere that he changed his mind you know because he seems so ruthless 99% of the time and so suddenly to uh, like change his mind uh, it would have seemed weird but i think the way they did it was really um, it it really worked I'm, i'm looking forward to the next season because they have left so many doors open i'm really looking forward to them and before oh the- it's going to be great and uh, i think I'll read the comic book. You know, I'll I'll just skip ahead and see what happens. I, no, but you know, should... I liked the show that I don't want to read it because I want to know what's happening. And probably, you know, my last question of this episode would be before we close this out is obviously whenever you watch a show, you go in and out. You read so many stuff. You are in tune with what's happening on the internet, what the world is saying about each episode. So yeah, give us some bigger uh, picture on the eight episodes. Don't give us any spoilers of what's happening next or all of this. But uh, what are your impressions from what the world is talking about it, or what extra information have you you know gained from this eight? I think the biggest thing is like I think not enough people are watching it because you know when the boys came out the boys really became a phenomenon you know it like became like this whole thing that uh, every week everybody was watching it everybody was talking about it and I think not enough people are watching and talking about invincible mostly I think because it's an animated superhero show and a lot of people are generally just over the whole superhero thing and a lot of people are also like oh animated stuff is for kids or something like that so my biggest because any everybody who's watched it has loved it but I just think that not enough people have seen it I hope they do um, I it's a good news that season 2 and season 3 are also confirmed so you know that's good yeah uh, but i hope like in the coming seasons it become it becomes really big and more people watch it and i hope hope they keep going in more interesting directions like maybe explore some of space and the whole viltrumite thing let's see how it comes back you know let's see yeah i'm thinking that viltrumite thing will be like an overarching story which will last across seasons because come on viltrumite is like such a huge planet uh, and you know like uh, the whole thing with marvel universe that every uh, small movie or uh, storyline it f- it felt it fed onto the final plan of thanos destroying the universe and all of that i think where yeah. here will be the coalition of planets versus viltrumite and their empire i think that would be the end goal of let's say season 3 or 4 or somewhere like that and now you know 
they're gonna do some subplots which is equally interesting but uh, leading up to that yeah uh, one thing that i do know that i can uh, talk about is we might get a spin off show because i know that in the comics the guardians of the globe have like their own series of like um, uh, 3 4 volumes of comics so and in this one like the guardians get killed off in like the first episode right so you never know we might get a prequel series a spin off or something featuring the guardians so yeah like i want a, a prequel or whatever in the very first episode they showed that there were different kinds of superhero groups right guardians were the main yeah, one yeah. and there were short ones so yeah. i want to see a prequel where all of them coexisted and you know they had jealousies or how they upgraded it's like a football league scene right that you upgrade oh dude that would be yeah that would be so fun like a ted lasso type show but with superhero <laughs> teams yeah and the, it's similarly done in that show also um, boys right boys also has that right where oh, yeah. there is yeah, so yeah, many yeah. Uh, characters and they upgrade but yeah they're not groups here there are groups and they have in charge of specific locations and you have guardians of the globe yeah. in charge of the entire earth so and when the entire earth comes it's only america for some reason but yeah with that comment let's just close up with that episode no like i want a show where we just have cecil solving problems like cecil just being a normal human so solving all this yeah but more uh, more badass because like i really love cecil you know he's the most practical uh, no shits given um, uh, chill you know character in the whole show and he has that kind of nihilistic mentality the kind of absurdist philosophy that i really re- relate to because he's like okay yeah uh, omni man is evil fine fine you know uh, we we just have to deal with that i guess so uh, i i i i would like a show with cecil just you know solving random problems and uh, basically surprising people with all his technology cool yeah that's it for this episode then yeah we'll try to keep these episodes small so that you can get a quick overview of the entire show and uh, do watch it and while you are listening to us if you get interested do watch us and um, give us credit if we recommend it to some shows not we i think pushkar only <laughs> because ultimately everything comes from him only in terms of content and if you want to bypass that entire middleman process that is us you can directly reach out to him on instagram that's in the description yeah my instagram stories are just full of these things all the time it's, it's, it's like either music days. books or movies and series and basically nothing else and sometimes yeah. nature photography for some reason uh, there, there is something uh, special in store you know since pushkar has been giving us such awesome content i was thinking that some day along the line when people are also interested we would like pushkar to talk about uh, his love for guardians of the galaxy both 1 and 2 as well as blade runner it what is happening like i i did not know about this what is this i i felt like you know you are so passionate about uh, these two movies and i've been hearing about them a lot so you know one day we might just rewatch it and let's just review it because i'm sure everyone has watched it by now and these movies receive a bit more push and especially people want to hear what you really think about your favorite movies so why not? i mean maybe we could do like blade runner and blade runner 2049 for one episode and guardians and guardians 2 for another episode cool so if you guys are interested hit us up and uh, we are available on all platforms now on amazon prime music also and gana.com wow. and if you want wow. to support us on like just either gpay me directly or you can go to buymeacoffee.com/everydaytalkies and you can support us there uh, until then thank you so much and we'll meet you in the next episode bye 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 thank you for listening to this episode follow us on social media and do let us know if you want to be part of the next episode till then Live long and prosper.